0: The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie Kay. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast, news and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter, and it's presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Sure, UFC 249 was exciting, but that was just the primer this Saturday, UFC 250. Starting off the June sports calendar with a bang, the... Fighters eager to get into the octagon and DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app is putting you in the center of the action with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. If you place a bet with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, and I tell you what, if you do win, you could win some big money because for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook has a no-brainer of a promotion. They're offering 5-1 to odds on Nunes, who is heavily favored, so... You know, look, normally a $10 bet on a fighter of Nunes' caliber would only net $2, but for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook offering $10 to win $50. That is a great, great deal. So you download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. And on top of that, DraftKings Sportsbook offering a no-brainer odd. On Nunes winning the big fight this weekend, bet $10 and win 50 That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has that sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, enter code MHS and get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older and in Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times play-through. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details, and if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Okay. There is, uh, make no mistake, a lot going on in our world from COVID-19 to murder hornets and earthquakes shaking Yellowstone, but the number one thing that is on everybody's mind is the uh, injustice that is happening in our society and this make no mistake, this is a sports podcast. So we're we're not gonna get super political about this, but I do wanna bring up some things because this this in general is a topic that is bigger than sports. And I think that there there needs to be this conversation had because there is a entire um part of society that is being mistreated and unfairly looked at. For no reason other than the color of their skin. And that is so sad. Um, I, I am not a black man. <clears throat> and so I, I don't know what it's like to walk downtown just on a regular day in, in broad daylight and fear. Fear. Okay, think about that word. Fear. Fear for my life. Okay. Because this is this is very real in our society today, from the people that I've talked to, to obviously the thousands and thousands that have spoken up. And I really hope that change is coming. And I really hope that change is coming soon. Because nobody, nobody should ever walk outside on broad daylight in downtown and fear for their lives for whatever the reason. Now, um, there are many athletes who have spoken out about this. And throughout the years, dating back to uh, you know uh, Martin Luther King Jr., for so many years have spoken out about the injustice against African Americans. And um, I, I wanted to address a part of that today and uh, tie in sports because there have been some athletes, uh, Broncos that you're going to hear from, and former Broncos as well too, those have, that have spoken out. About this situation um, this is a really tough time in America to see because I think you're you're seeing a a drastic response from one side for the most part that is very valid and it's it's a response because of Let's be honest, I think a part of it ignorance on our side um, to not listen and not understand. You know, when, when Colin Kaepernick took a knee back in 2016, I think a lot of people just kind of looked at that as, as, as much more disrespectful and it became a discussion about the flag and th- that was not even the goal. And as we continue to see this police brutality against people of color... um. It's so sad, and it needs to change because people are being murdered in streets in broad daylight for no reason. Why does it take four police officers to make a calming arrest and somebody's knee to the back of a man while laying on the ground already in handcuffs while also at the same time Screaming, I can't breathe. Why is that necessary? Well, I thought, you know, isn't the police there to help individuals and help citizens? Now, I do believe that this discussion is, th- there's a lot of right and there's a lot of wrong on both sides. And so I want to address that. Because I do believe there are some good police officers. I I, I know that there are some good police officers. I know there's a lot of great police officers. And a couple bad eggs doesn't ruin the batch. But there is also change that is needed to be made internally in many police precincts. And there also is an aggressive manner that does need to be had as well too. As I don't believe in protesting with violence. And those who go out um, and unfortunately steal the spotlight from the peaceful protesters and those who are, are out there marching and making a difference and truly getting a great word out. But their spotlight and their voice is stolen because somebody wants to go grab a bunch of sneakers from a Nike store at 11 p.m. and th- And that's real sad because their voice won't be truly heard because of some other bad apples, you know? And so my, my hope through all of this, and then we're going to play some Justin Simmons audio because Justin Simmons had a terrific, terrific speech at a rally in Florida. My hope is that love, love will triumph, and that love will get us through, and love will change a lot of what's happening. Because the fact of the matter is that we have been going at this same pace with no change for a while now, and week after week, month after month, year after year, people of color are murdered in the streets for what many would argue otherwise for no absolute reason other than their color, the color of their skin. And that is, if that doesn't bother you, if that doesn't... Uh, to be truly honest if that doesn't piss you off man you need to look in the mirror that's that's absurd that's that's awful again i go back to it nobody should ever have to walk down broadway here in denver and fear for their life now i want to talk from a basic fundamental standpoint because again i i'm not i i am half american half asian and i'm I I don't would never be able to speak truly from that point of view because I don't know I I know that us as podcasters or you know people who who have a platform and I, my platform is very small but we're supposed to have all the answers we, you know we're supposed to talk about this and that you know, I don't have all the answers because it, it, I can't I don't know I I I have never felt that before but while I don't truly know what it's like just know if you are a person of color listening to this i stand by you i i, I want to help in in whatever way i can manuel acho former uh, football player on twitter had a great video about a 9 minute video that talks about how people um, white people how they can help how they can understand truly better about why these things are happening you know because i think if you're asking the question why is this rioting happening, or why are people blocking the streets, you know, this or that, I don't think you truly understand. I I don't think you truly understand the issues that are at hand right now, and you don't understand to the core why this is all happening. You're just seeing everything at a surface level and saying, oh, that guy is walking in the middle of the street He's blocking traffic. That's illegal. You shouldn't do that. And then everybody starts to use the trigger words that you know uh, have bothered so many people. You know, I'm not even going to use the words because they bother me. Because it's not the accurate way to describe them. It's awful. And you know, to 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 go on TV and look, uh, there are many things that are happening out there in, in TV and social media and. But my hope is that we can all take some time and truly, truly understand and truly change as well too. And it's all of us. It's all of us, okay? It's, it's the individuals who either A, don't understand, will learn to understand and, and learn why everything is happening. And those who already understand, try to help spur change and join a peaceful protest and march and share all this info on, on, on so many great, There's you know, in 2020, there's so many great ways to share all this info from social media to videos and Instagram and uh, Facebook, Twitter. You know, there's, there's so many ways to get good messages out, positive messages, messages through love. And I really hope that that is, you know, that's what I would, wish is that we can spur change through love and I know that's not easy and I know that's probably not what's going to happen but I certainly hope so I certainly hope so because I think that would make the world a better place and I know it's a negative time and I know it's a real real tough time and 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 to be truly honest I think this is a time of of tension because you know and I think I do think that COVID-19 to an extent has played a, a part of this because everybody has been cooped up you know, everybody's been inside, and, and, you know, they haven't been able to go outside, and there's been a bit of, you know, confusion of what we can or can't do, and, and you know, there's a lot of bottled-up tension. um, and, and Brandon Marshall, uh former linebacker of the Denver Broncos, actually spoke about this on an interview with Mile High Sports. We're going to play that interview as well, too, because I want you to hear their voices as well, too. Um, but I want to start with Justin Simmons, who at a rally in Stewart, Florida, uh, a peaceful protest had some great 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 things to say, and I really want you to listen to what he has to say and I really want and if you miss anything, rewind and listen back to what he has to say because he he is of course somebody with a major platform, but he speaks so much from the heart and it 's so genuine here 's Justin Simmons at a protest yesterday at Stuart Florida.
1: Florida will be the difference today. You will not have any violence. Martin County, Florida will be the difference. I hope everyone understands that. We have come way too far, okay? We are close. We need to stick together. We need to be unity. This is why this is important. Like I said before, this means more to us than anything you can post on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We need to be united. We need to be united. This is important. Yes. So while we're out here, don't forget, it was said earlier, I'm, I'm sad we're here. But we need to make sure that we understand that we are fighting for equality, not superiority. Yes. Right. Right. Make sure we right. understand that. All lives matter when black lives matter. All lives matter when black lives matter. We pledge our allegiance to the flag for freedom and justice for all, and we do not have our justice. So let's understand that but we will get it not by force. That's right. Okay? Not by force. I hope you guys understand that. Anyone that doesn't know who I am. My name is Justin Simmons. I'm a product of Port Salerno, Florida. I currently play I currently play in the NFL, but that is not who I am. That is not what I do. I am a biracial human being. My dad is black, my mom is white. I understand the pain that both sides are dealing with racism is not one sided. It is. It goes all across the border. OK, so we need to understand that I am here for equality. Let's make sure we represent that today. Thank you guys so much.
0: So, again, Justin Simmons talking in Stewart, Florida at a protest about trying to spur that change, but not through violence, not through violence, Un- unnecessary violence, looting. I ask the same question that I ask with, you know, why you would put a knee into the back of an innocent man for no attempted reason for nine minutes. Why was that necessary? Why is destroying public property like cars and and buildings necessary? I think your message can get across through protests. And unfortunately, I think there's a lot of people who are going out that I've seen personally with the sole intention to destroy. And I, I ask, wow, why is that necessary? Why is that necessary? I, I, just, I, don't, I just don't know. Because you're now drowning out the great protests that are happening, whether it be at Civic Center Park or downtown on the Capitol, across the country not just obviously here in Denver, but across the country, particularly in Minneapolis, where there's some great protests going on. And those are the voices that need to be heard. Those are the visions. Those are the views that need to be seen. Those pictures, they need to be seen by people. And they're drowned out because somebody wants to take advantage and go grab a sneaker from Nike. That's such a shame. That's such a shame. And, and, And I hope that that slows down and borderline stops because... I'm not sure how productive that is towards change. I want to find that change, and I want to find that change towards positivity, and again through love, to where we can now see a better light from the end of the tunnel. You know, we're we're going through a very very tough time uh, in America, but I know that through all of what society has gone through, through the many different challenges that we've faced as a human race through the many mistakes we've made because we've made a lot of mistakes we're not a perfect species and we will never be a perfect species but the hope is that through love we can change and be a better species be be better humans be a better husband a better wife a better brother or sister or uh, a better friend or maybe a better innocent bystander To help out others. A better police officer. A better. Individual in government office. Just be a better person. And I hope that change can start now because it's long overdue. It's long overdue. And it's honestly it's a damn shame that we're talking about this in 2020. Because it should have been gone a long time ago. But we've made mistakes as a human race. So now it's time to correct those mistakes, and it's time for change. Uh, I want to play this interview with Brandon Marshall. This was uh, an interview with Eric Goodman and Andrew Mason on Afternoon Drive. And this is, uh, I want to play the full interview. Uh, This is from start to finish, so uh, uh, they're credited to them on their show, show and radio program on uh, Mile High Sports FM, 104.7 AM, 1340. Uh, this is Brandon Marshall uh, on yesterday. That would be Monday, June 1st, um, about, obviously, what has been going on.
2: Let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our friend Brandon Marshall, longtime Broncos linebacker. And, Brandon, I'm sorry that we have to bring you on under these circumstances.
3: Oh, man, it's okay. It's uh, <clears throat> This is the way of the world.
2: What has been going through your mind over the last 72 hours as you have been watching civil unrest on the airwaves minute after minute, hour after hour?
3: Uh, Man, it's it's, it's really just been, um, you know, this is an issue that is not new. It's been going on for, you know, a long time, well before I was born, you know, it's it's an issue that, you know, we tried to bring um, light to in 2016. And, you know, it, it, I think this is what happens sometimes if, if you think a problem isn't that serious or if it's not that big or or um, you feel like it doesn't apply to you or you sweep it under the rug and then it rears head, um, you know, at some point. and And that's why, like you said, you see the civil unrest and people going crazy. You know, also people... You know they're they're frustrated and they're upset and also they've been in the house for for months as well so mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they're just taking out everything um in you know in the streets and i don't condone the you know the looting and, and the violence but you know this is what happens man. you know something happens and they and now everybody is is, is just upset and <clears throat> you know i'll say the good thing about it is you know that Everybody is, is, uh, is unifying. You know, it's not just black and brown people out there. It's not just people of color. It's white people. You have everybody out uh, protesting and, and, and caring about this issue.
2: You brought up the uh, rioting, the looting. And I was watching the news today, and a black woman was interviewed. And she said, I'm not a fan of rioting or looting, but I understand it. Do you understand it?
3: <clears throat> Absolutely, I understand it. I mean, it's, it's like a natural progression of things. Um, you know, this, this thing has been going on for a long time, the, you know, police brutality and, 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 uh, the use of unnecessary force it has been going on for a long time. And at some point it was going to blow up at some point, the, uh, the volcano was going to erupt and, and it finally did. And it didn't help that, um, you know, people have been cooped up in their houses for months and, and, you know. Uh, you know, people losing jobs and stuff like that. You know, it was just, it was bound to happen. And and it happened at at this time, um, which was crazy. And and now everybody's going nuts, you know, people going nuts. And and people are frustrated and and they're upset and they're mad and they're taking this opportunity to take their frustrations out uh, however they so choose.
4: What does it mean to you that someone like Justin Simmons, he points to you as a reason why he's standing up and making his voice heard on this.
3: It means a lot to me. You know, Justin is a, a great man. You know, he's probably one of the best men that I I've encountered. You know, he has a pure heart. You know, he's, he's pure heart man, and, and I love that about Justin. Um, I, I hope, and, and I, it seems like the Denver community is uh, is is receiving him, um, you know, better than they received me. You know, back in twenty sixteen. And I love it, man. I, I love his leadership. You know, he's a leader out there in, in Denver now, and, and uh, he's matured and he's growing into and, and a man. And, and I'm just extremely proud of him, and uh, I thank him for those, those kind words. It, it really meant a lot to me.
4: He mentioned talking to you about uh, certain things. Do you recall kind of uh, what kind of conversations you had about not only your protest but also just social issues in general?
3: Yeah, I remember we, we spoke uh a couple of times on the in, in, in like the locker room settings. You know, he came to me and, and we had some good dialogue, certain questions, um, that he asked and you know, asked how I felt about certain things. So, you know, I I just gave him my my opinion on things and you know, I was never the type to um force anything on anybody. I never forced my opinion on, on people. Uh I always just did what I felt was, was right and If somebody asked a question, I had uh, an opinion on it. And so, you know, Justin was one of those guys that would come to me, you know, from time to time and talk about certain things ask certain questions. So this is actually – it's not surprising me because he's always felt strongly about it. Uh, But now I think he's able to put it together.
2: We're talking with Brandon Marshall, former Broncos linebacker. Amidst the rioting and the looting and the unnecessary police brutality during this time, uh, there have been a lot of moments that I have seen over the last 72-plus hours that have warmed my heart. I don't know if you saw what happened in Denver on Saturday, because I know that you're in Las Vegas. About seven to 9,000 people went to the Capitol. They all laid, I believe, on their backs, and all in unison yelled out, I can't breathe. That yeah. is a mm-hmm. protest that I think resonates, at least with me. But here's something for you. I just saw pictures of, of police officers in Florida, California, and New York, police officers kneeling in protest. What do you think of that? As a guy who was criticized for kneeling at NFL games,
3: um, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy. I can't be anything else but happy that the tide is finally turning and the perception of uh, of the peaceful protest. Is, is finally turning and, and and people are understanding now uh, what we were trying to what message we were trying to convey back in 2016 <clears throat> and I think it's huge to see to see the police do it you know I think back in 2016 the only thing we were missing was you know a prominent uh, prominent white figures um you know protesting or speaking up about it because you know we really just had it was people of color that were speaking up about it but once you get everybody doing it and everybody caring about it and everybody speaking on it um no matter what color you are i think that's when the power is can be harnessed and and change can happen because you know you see the police caring about it they're kneeling and you see people at the denver Capitol. everybody's you saw all colors out there you know caring about this and speaking about this and that's you know when when it's unity um and everybody's comes together, man, I think that's when true change could could uh could occur.
4: Are you uh, have you, do you still keep in touch with Colin Kaepernick and if so, are you kind of aware of uh, uh, how he's seeing things right now?
3: I actually spoke with him the other day, um it was yesterday or two days ago and I asked him how I could help. And, you know, right now he said look, his his uh you know, I, I guess their goal right now is to just was to provide legal assistance to the protesters. So he said, if I knew anybody or any lower that would do pro bono work or, you know, we can donate over there to them, you know, that's 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 what his focus is at right now. I
2: want to read you a quote from Roger Goodell, who released this statement. And I know you want to get back into the leagues and I don't want to get you in trouble, but you're a candid yeah. guy and you have been throughout this entire process dating back to yeah. 2016. What, what he said was the NFL family is greatly saddened by the tragic events across our country. The protesters' reactions to these incidents reflect the pain, anger, and frustration that so many of us feel. There remains an urgent need for action. We recognize the power of our platform in communities and as part of the fabric of American society, we embrace that the responsibility, we embrace that responsibility, and are committed to continuing the important work to address these systematic issues together with our players, clubs and partners when you hear that from roger goodell and you and colin kaepernick and others are kneeling and you're being told by the nfl you can't do it does that statement ring a little hollow to you
3: (laughs) absolutely (laughs) you know it it definitely rings a a little hollow to me it actually just it, it just makes me you know wonder what was what went into the thought process uh, back then, you know, four years ago. I can tell you.
2: I can tell you. You know what it was? It was
3: money. money. Right. Absolutely. It was the the bottom line. So, so, you know, it wasn't necessarily about, and and it it really makes you think, is it really about, um, you know, how much do these people care? How much do we really care about this? Is it really about, you know, you know, the police brutality when it comes to people of color, or is it, you know, you're trying to make your, you know, the league look good or yourself look good, you know, because these issues haven't, it's not new. It's not a new issue, right? So, you know, I'm happy that times have changed and I'm happy that people are starting to recognize, you know, I can't, I don't want to live in the past. I'm not a guy that's going to live in the past and be angry about something that happened back then. But, you know, I'm, where was this sense of urgency when we were speaking about it?
4: So instead of looking at the past let's look ahead 2 or 3 years from now what do you hope things look like in this country in regards to in regards to everyone having dignity everyone no more mistreatment by the police what do you hope things look like what's your what's your ideal
3: Man I really hope that uh there's some justice you know I I, I think there needs to be some accountability um within the police departments, you know, they need to hold each other accountable for this action. The justice system needs to hold these police officers accountable just because they're, they wear that badge. Doesn't mean they're immune to whatever happens. Um, you know, I would love to see some policy change. You know, when I was kneeling, I found it's hard to stand up because Denver changed their use of force policy. I think it needs some policies needs to be changed. Um, and justice need to be had, man. I really just really believe that uh, the accountability within the police department, to change, and, and, and the, you got guys in there that, that get a little power and they want to abuse it. As you saw with the guy that kneeled on George Floyd's neck for eight plus minutes, you know, that's, that's abusing your power. You, he was already handcuffed. You could have let him stand up, you know, like, it's not like he was going to get away. If you would have ran away and got away from you with, with handcuffs on, then, right. mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be doing, you shouldn't be a police officer. Cause clearly, you know, you're not athletic enough to, to, <laughs> to, have to hold somebody. But, right. I thing is the guy was already subdued, right? So I think there needs to be accountability. And I know they want to, they want to stay uniformed and they want to um, stay together and not look, uh, you know, like they're divided. But it needs to be accountability within that. And you know, just like a team, right? You know, I'm sure you guys hold each other accountable. You know, the teams hold each other accountable. Relationships, families. You know, the police need to hold each other accountable.
2: Brandon, I don't want to make this sound like an insensitive or inappropriate question, but I'm trying to see all sides of this. And I've seen a lot of video of policemen who have, who have been so violent towards these protesters and have done things that are, that are so inappropriate that they see somebody kneeling and yet the police attack them. I've seen plenty of video like that. However, however... Could you understand – can you understand why some, if not many, of these police officers are frightened like hell, being completely outnumbered, even though they have guns and they have armor, but they are scared out of their minds that this riot of some people, not the peaceful people – but a riot could completely overwhelm them, and they are very quick on the trigger with pepper spray or tear gas.
3: Yeah, I definitely see why they are feeling that way. I definitely see why they're scared, and because um, they are they are outnumbered, and it's a lot of people going. You know, like I said, they're going crazy right now. I saw somebody physically beat up uh, an officer, so I definitely get that. Um, and they have to do what they have to do to protect themselves you know, as well. So I'm not, I'm not mad at that. Um, like I said, I don't, I'm not condoning the violence right? and the, loo- and the looting. I'm not, that's not part of the solution. <laughs> you know, that, that's, that's not going to get anything done, but I definitely understand why they are, are feeling how they're feeling and, and why they're, you know, shooting rubber bullets and, and have the gas. I, I, I get it.
2: Brandon, we really appreciate the time. By the way, on a side note, what are the chances of you getting on an NFL roster?
3: I think it's pretty good, man. I got a, a workout with a team coming up. Whenever the facilities open up, so good. you know, hopefully that uh, that works out.
2: Are they on the Broncos schedule?
3: Uh, no, nah, not this year, unfortunately.
2: Well, go try go try out for those teams. We want to see you. Uh, yep. Yeah. Right. You got you, you, you have you have like twelve teams to choose from. Just pick one right. of those. We want to see you, man.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, Brandon, thanks, thanks so much Brandon. for your time.
2: Really appreciate it. Thank you. All right.
0: So, again, credit Afternoon Drive with uh, Andrew Mason and Eric Goodman for that interview, and a big thank you to Brandon Marshall for joining us on Mile High Sports. uh, You know, always so candid and always so um, honest and, and upfront about issues that I think a lot of people are hesitant to be honest and upfront about. And, of course, Brandon Marshall was one who on the football field spurred a lot of this conversation again. And it was through a peaceful protest of taking a knee during the national anthem. And, you know, again, I, I ask you to to truly indulge and understand why the, everybody who has protested in the past and why they've done that and why you are seeing it now. It's It's okay to say that Protests that turn violent or um, destruction of buildings and property is not is not necessary. But understand why it's happening, because it is happening for a reason, because you said, why can't you protest peacefully? Right. Why can't you protest peacefully? Many people said that back in 2016, you know, don't don't protest this way protest peacefully. well, now you're seeing a protest peaceful uh, a protest peacefully that is being ignored and that is why you are now seeing a lot of what you're seeing. But I'm just one person's view and and to to truly be honest, I don't think I, I do the topic justice because I'm not I, I only see it through my eyes. And I don't see it through the eyes of someone who is truly being affected. So my hope is that, um, you know, in the coming future, that uh, maybe we can get people on this program to talk more about it and and speak from a personal standpoint, because I don't know what it's like to walk down the street and not feel safe around a police officer and there is a big part of our society that does have that fear and that fear needs to change because nobody, nobody should ever have to walk down the street and fear for their life or move to the other side of the street just as a precaution or sit inside their car waiting for a certain individual to be done at an ATM before getting out of their car and then going to that ATM. We shouldn't have that in society. We shouldn't have that. It needs to be gone. It needs to be eliminated. And the hope is that it's eliminated through love. You can follow me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K radio, on Twitter. And, of course, at MileHighSports.com, where we are writing about the Broncos and uh, some of these topics. You can find that Brandon Marshall article as well as many more on this topic at milehighsports.com hopefully you get an opportunity to read up for yourself and and truly educate and hear from these individuals with these large platforms who are being affected personally that's what that's what i ask is that you you learn and educate yourself from somebody who is affected personally and listen let's truly listen because change doesn't start until we listen Broncos Blitz Podcast, you can find it at milehighsports.com. It's presented by our friends at DraftKings. America's top-rated book app, sure. UFC 249. It was exciting. That was just the primer. 250 is coming up. This Saturday, UFC 250 is starting off the June calendar with a bang. The fighters, they are eager to get into the octagon, and DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of attention, uh, center of the action, with a sign up bonus up to $1,000. Now, of course, uh, look, you usually get some odds that are. No, pretty vanilla on the favorite. Well, for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook has a no-brainer of a promotion. They're offering five-to-one odds on Nunes, who is heavily favored to win. Now, normally, a ten-dollar bet on a fighter of Nunes's caliber would only net you two bucks, but for a limited time, DraftKings Sportsbook offering ten dollars to win fifty. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. On top of that, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering no-brainer odds on Nunes winning the big fight this weekend. Bet one, uh, bet $10 to win $50. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook. That sign-up bonus also up to $1,000. Don't forget, enter code MHS. And get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000. MHS, promo code, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. The deposit bonus requires a 25-times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call one 800 522 4,700. You can follow me on Twitter and on social media at Ronnie K radio. That's at R O N N I E the letter K radio on Twitter. And of course at mile where you can find this podcast in the many different locations where this podcast is archived at Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and Milehighsports.com. That's Milehighsports.com. I want to leave you with this and just say, I hope that we can all change uh, myself, you uh, everybody in Um, society can change to be better you know because again we all make mistakes and unfortunately for a long long time our society has made many mistakes in regards to this topic the hope is that we can learn from those mistakes and truly find a time where we say you know what this will not be tolerated anymore and this it it is time to change and I hope that starts now I hope it does because uh, we'll be a better society for it and that's what I want better society milehighsports.com is where you can find archives of this podcast and of course on Twitter at Radio. that's milehighsports.com milehighsports.com later y'all
4: to listen to previous versions of the
0: Broncos Blitz podcast visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast